Opinions Unqualified. Uh, welcome everyone to this week's episode. Um, I didn't get as much backlash from the Palmy comments last week as I thought I would. Um, so I actually, I actually got a bunch of people that said that I was right. So first thing off the bat, Nixie's right again. Uh, welcome Sam. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very good. I'm very, very good. I'm very good. We do have a very special guest here today and I'm actually really excited to, to get some insights um, into an area that I've actually never really experienced. So I'll, I'll let you go with the introductions, but uh, I'm very excited to, to have these conversations today. So tonight we have a very special guest and it's a all-round lovely lady, superstar. Um, it's my Arnie Jill. Welcome. Thank you, Sam. Um, so... Where are we going on this? Well, so I just firstly with, with Aunty Jill, I, I just say the hair. the hair. I love the hair. It's it's incredible. So we're going to get a picture and put it up. But I have hair envy, like, and it's pretty clear why I have hair envy because I can't actually grow any. But I'm actually very impressed. Very happy to have you here. Um, the first thing that I want to talk about is my faith is fully restored in humanity again. And uh, the reason for that is that Sam and I had our weekend escapades as we often do. And the beautiful Milka, who's been on the show before, who's fast becoming my favourite Belgian person of all time, um, drove us about 50 minutes uh, to a party in the bush. In the um, middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. And how dark were the roads? Very dark. There was no, no street lights, nothing, barely any road. I mean... And it was, it was actually, it was, was really dark. And we go to Milka, go, oh, do you know how to use Google Maps? Ah, I don't need Google Maps. <laughs> I can get out of here after 57 turns, so... I'd love to know if she got lost, but that's no, another she, story. Well, she made it back. Yeah. She made it back without maps, oh, wow. which I was impressed. I don't think there's too many 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds now that could navigate without their phone or maps or anything. What, what are your thoughts? I couldn't have made it back, for no. sure. I don't no. know about you. I would have had no chance. I would have been fine. I'd just drive towards the ocean and find a freeway <laughs> then somewhere. So, um, I, uh, and the other, the reason that my faith is restored is that we've gone 50-odd minutes. So, how much do you think an Uber... Uh, would be 50 minutes away. Uh, well, I know our other mate that came, he paid $75. Oh, really? From his place to that place. So I think we're a little bit further away as well. So we might have been around the, the $90 mark or something like that. So the, the reason my faith is restored is that when we're at this party, Sam, Sam was uh, Smooth Sam. I'm going to call him Smooth Sam. He was having conversations with a lovely Colombian lady. And um, we're like, oh, it's time for us to go. Let's organise an Uber. And Sam organised, swindled us a lift all the way to the city from, from there as well. So firstly, congratulations, Sam. Good work. No worries. It's uh, amazing what a half a bottle of vodka and a few jelly shots can do. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, that was impressive. And then, uh, basically, when we got to the city, we saw some other friends. Um, and it's interesting that you go to the city now, you have to wait in lines and you have to sit down and it's probably not something you want to do for a while. What do you think, Sam? No, nah, it's a bit boring. Yeah, it's not as exciting as things. So I think anyone that hasn't gone out yet, wait. My advice is to wait until things open again. Um, unless you're going for a meal, we're yeah. actually really cool to go out for a meal now. Or you're not a dancer. You know, if you don't like dancing, you prefer just sitting around. Yeah, I'm a dancer. Exactly, you are a dancer. Yeah, so um, we got into the city and then we found a lift all the way back home from there. So we spent a whole night, went like 50 minutes one way, then in the city and then, then back again without actually having to pay for an Uber. Yeah, we could have spent a lot of money. Could have. You know? And I stayed in the good books. 
Rare. <laughs> so, so that was good. Um, yeah, but there was an interesting story, and I'll get let you get into this, Sam. There's an interesting story with the the gentleman that drove us from the city to, to home. Yeah. So I um. So obviously we got there, and we got the little uh, the wrap up of of what they had been doing that night so far, and and who her friends were, um, and one of the gentlemen had uh, they had just met on Tinder, I believe it was um, that morning, and he had driven up from Bunbury to come see her that night, um, which. That is amazing because I'd never drive from from Bunbury to to the city uh, for someone that I've been speaking to for about five hours. But is it is it yeah is that just mental though? Maybe maybe it's just laziness. It's probably laziness for me, but I know. This, I mean, we'll talk to Annie Jill about this because with this part of the conversation that that we're going to have with her, but. I would have thought that a dude that's willing to drop everything and drive two and a half hours is a little freaky. Is that right, honey, Jill? Um, very quick. Yeah. It take me more. Yeah, five hours. Yeah. I'd be a bit sus. Yeah, and that's what I think. I was. Um, I think our mate was a little sus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that was better was really wasn't it? Because we um, where we wanted to go to was closed, and we uh went and grabbed a kebab, which would have been what. 10 minutes after he walked away, after he left. Yep. So I don't know what he was doing in the city for the for that 10 minutes while we were eating a kebab. And then he came back and picked us all up. <laughs> and drove us home. Yeah. The wrong direction. <laughs> Further <to> north. <laughs> so he was staying south of the river. And he decided to drive us all the way up to Joondalup. Let's say Joondalup. For, uh, like, well, for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> he didn't stay over, did he, at, at, uh, at the friend's house. So... There was no benefits for him in it, no. I don't think. Well, the benefit was hanging out with us. That's true. That's and true. guess what? He listens. He's going to listen to the pod. So, <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> so, here you go. All right. So, that sort of leads us to our question, Sam. Yeah. So, um, obviously, uh, Arnie Jill is uh, newly into the uh, online dating scene. Um, and we actually had a... Uh, I think it was for Marcus's birthday that we went uh, over to Marcus for last week. Um, and we had a, um, a very good chat with Arnie Jill and, and some of the family about uh, Arnie Jill's adventures online and, and how it was all going and, and whatnot. Um, so maybe, Arnie Jill, you could tell us a little story um, of that guy that we were talking about. The, the one guy? Okay. Um well, it started off with COVID, actually. I was quite bored. And my daughter said to me, actually, a friend said to me, you know, you should go online, have a chat to some people. You know, it's good for you because I live on my own, you know, chat to some people, be nice. So I started and then Lily made up my profile. Oh, my, my daughter made up my profile. The smoker. The smoker. <laughs> yes. Don't yep. knock the smokers. <laughs> um, yes, she made up my profile. And um, I was chatting away for weeks, was good. And one person I kept chatting to right from the beginning, started off slow and then, yeah, got better and better. And yeah, various people chatting to. And um, yeah, I eventually met this one. Okay. Who actually came from distance too. Very much like your 
Was it five hours though? No, probably three. Yeah, three hours drive meant five hours of knowing him. (laughs) Oh no, no, I'd been speaking to him for three months. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. three months. Over three months probably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's an interesting concept. I I just you know, been on my own for eight years and thought like all my kids are grown up. I thought, yeah, why not give it a crack, you know? So did you find it daunting? Like, and obviously it's a little weird because when you, I'm sure, daunting. I'd imagine when you're, when obviously you met the father of your children, like yeah. you met them at somewhere socially or for three friends. Exactly. Or, um, so to meet someone and talk to them without actually seeing them, was that weird? Oh, very weird. But it's, it's funny because you can, um, you paint a picture in your head when you're talking to them, right? You see photos. Yep which aren't always as they are. <laughs> um, you see photos and you think, yeah. And you build up a rapport because you may start off like just saying trivial stuff and then all of a sudden, you know, you keep talking and talking. Because of COVID, everyone's bored. They just want to talk. So that's what happens. And then you start talking about music, about bands you've seen or about, you know, just everything. Yep. So it in that environment it becomes quite you know it's full on it's like all the time because everyone's sitting around doing nothing so yeah it was yeah so when you say all the time like how often would you have been talking to this guy when you oh this one yep okay because there was many (laughs) 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 no this one oh gosh seven eight times a day yeah well yeah yeah for like over three months. Yep. Yeah. It's a long time. Got to know him very, very well. Thought I know him, knew him very, very well. Pitch had that picture very, very well. Yep. Mm. I like that thought. Thought. So that obviously leads us to <laughs> well, like, thought. Thought's a strong word. I think. I think that's a little bit further down the track. I want to know what did he bring you on the uh, when you first met. Well, he had a wonderful motorbike that actually. Um, my brother coaxed me into it. Was, it started off. I went to my brother's because I'd been isolated for so long. Went to my brother's, and we were sitting there, and he was texting me, and I was. He had this motorbike. Which I'm not into motorbikes, but he had this motorbike, and it's a like a um, a collector's motorbike. Yep. And it was funny because his girlfriend's son was there, and he know, knows motorbikes, so um, he said, "Ask him if it's a soft tail." So I asked him if it was soft tail, so that he was coaxing me to ask these questions. This guy thought, God, you're wonderful, Jill, and kept texting me. <laughs> and it was going, wow, you're so cool. And then it just flowed on from then. Yeah. Was it, was it uh, a bunch of flowers? Oh, I got a huge bunch of flowers. Yeah. When I actually met him, yes. Yeah, but he, uh, he was hiding behind the flowers when he got yes. to the door. Yes, indeed he was. Yes. And then you had a, a, a slight reveal that was, was it as expected from the pictures or was it slightly different? It was a stomach punch. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It was like, I didn't see those that in the photo. It was, uh, no, no, he was wonderful. I would have liked him with two heads because like he was actually really wonderful. To, and it's a long time to talk to yeah, a person that many times a day. So everything... Um, yeah, we talked about everything. It was great. I couldn't... I mean, I liked him regardless. So he spoke about everything shock. except the, what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't look like his photo, let's yeah. put it that way. But that's that's the game you're playing if you're going internet dating. And Catfish. I'm new to it. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. 
So at least it wasn't a 12-year-old boy or something. That was, no. Yeah, you never, know, you never know what could happen. There yeah. are so many stories I know. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Well, Sam's an internet dating expert, aren't you? Yeah, well, I use it to actually... Um, to advertise the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I talk about. Actually, I know you're telling me about this. Tell them what, what's the first thing you say to a match that you I get. just say, hey, have you heard of the, the podcast Opinions Unqualified? And then they say no. And then I say, well, give them a like on Instagram and, and follow them on uh, and on, uh, listen on Spotify. All right, so I reckon what we should do is that anyone that is out there that's internet dating, use that as your first pickup line. And then if it works, let us know. <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to hear from anyone, but yeah. Probably not, probably not. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it is. But um, all right, let's... Um, Arnie, Jill, what uh, dating apps are you on? None now. Were you on? I was on... Okay. I started off with Badoo and then... Oh, I've never even heard no, of I've that. Never heard I've, of never that heard of, I've never heard of it before COVID. Yeah. Never heard of it. And then I obviously heard about Tinder, and so yeah, I got on Tinder as oh, I shouldn't actually say that, but I did. I got on that one as well. Um, and um, I'm not very good with the internet, so it's really weird. And it's all about the profile. Mm. That's the interesting thing. This profile that you get of these people, and then what you see later, it's just very interesting. Yeah. What was the most interesting thing you read on a profile? I I know Sam's had a couple of crackers in his time where people have said certain funny things, but is there anything like funny or anything that stood out with one of them that you saw? Um, Were they pretty plain and boring and straight down? No, they all like hiking. They all like um, camping. They all like, oh, camping, clamping. Um, Yeah, and they all like to keep fit. And then you look at the photo and go, no, you don't. (laughs) You don't like to keep fit. That is not fit. And, um, yeah, so, um, yeah. And it's really interesting because I did meet two others before. only met them socially before COVID, right? And this guy's making himself out to be... And I looked at his face and I thought, whoa. And then I met him. And, and then you went, whoa. No, it was up to here. <laughs> up to, so that's, yeah, it's up to your, up to your breasts. You didn't mention your height. You didn't mention your height. Yeah. It's like, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But very lovely. And yeah. that's, that's cool. We're all different shapes and sizes and that's fine. But I would have liked to have known previously. That you were three foot seven. <laughs> yeah. You should tell someone. Yeah. Short people. There's nothing wrong with short people. There isn't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What I about? just say so, so other short people can meet the other short people. Yeah, yeah but some, so I'm sure some tall people like short people. Of course they do. Yeah. Yeah. But just let them know. Yeah. Yeah, For I'm warning. Yeah. It's polite. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What's What's been the um, one of the best pickup lines you've gotten? Oh, my God. If you can remember I can any. tell you some funny things. I... The funniest pickup lines. Oh my god! Because it's all messages, right? Um, I used to get these ones because they message you and they tell you about. They just come up on your page, and then I'd have a, like a twenty-three-year-old going, "I really like older women," and it's like, "Go away! You're younger than my son. Go away! Report, report." <laughs> it's like, what the hell? It's like you could be 
my son's friend. Yeah. <laughs> How would that be? It's just, like, so inappropriate. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think you know, 23-year-old men with big libido <laughs> really pick their targets. That's like uh, American Pie. Stifler's yeah. mum. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like that, isn't it? It's terrible. One of the funniest things I've seen... Uh, in dating, being around you guys is the plenty, of, plenty of fish thing. The, the streaming, the streaming. <laughs> Have you seen this? No. So basically, you go onto this dating app, and then you can set yourself up a room. So what a room is, you're sitting there and you're live. So you've got your camera there and you're live and you're just sitting there. And then a bunch of people can watch you sitting there, and then they can come into your room and they get what two minutes. And what? they've got two minutes to try and... It's like speed dating on the internet. <laughs> so two minutes to try and pick you up. But most people are on there just taking the piss. And it's absolutely hilarious to watch. I would be. Yeah. So uh, we've got a good friend who's actually been on the pod. I won't say exactly who. Who's been on the pod before. And he's a king of it, isn't he? He's a superstar. He is a superstar. <laughs> he's, I think, yeah. What did he, I think the most he had was 100 people watching him. Yeah. Just um, sitting there watching oh him. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to thank myself because I was I was in the in the chat, you know, trying to hype him up a little bit. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite funny. It's quite interesting um, to just watch some people and, and watch what they are um, they are doing and what they're talking about. Um, and then also, there's a lot of um, yeah, it's just funny stuff. We've spent sometimes quite a while just. Um, Sitting watching there. it after a few drinks. Yep. Sitting there drinking, watching yeah. it, and it's hilarious. And this this is the pattern. This is what I've worked out. All right. So they get in the room. They know they've got two minutes. So they've got a strategic plan. So they come in, and they're nice to start with. And they get a feel for the situation. And then after about 45 seconds, bang, all rules are out the door. <laughs> I'm going to say whatever I can say, and then see if I can either get kicked out or see if it takes me somewhere. <laughs> Would you say that's a fair assessment? Yeah, it is. Um I don't know if I can tell. Should I tell? Yeah, I'll, go for I'll, it. I'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was this one that I was watching, and um, it was um, this this uh, Indian guy that jumped into this girl's box. Um, a bo- yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, that's a lingo. The lingo. Um, you know, they have like the little dating box. All yeah. right. I don't have a dirty mind. All right. That's, um, and then he he jumped in, and you know he's like saying hi. And then he's like in the, sh- must be like in the middle of the street with all his friends. Yeah. <laughs> so like he like pulls his camera back and like all his, all his friends are in the background like waving and, and um, just getting around it, you know, and she's been very nice. You know, a lot of people just would say goodbye straight away, but she, you know, she was being respectful and um, this guy just puts on the biggest smile on his face and then he just goes, can I see boobs? <laughs> Yeah. You could just see his face oh. was so bright. Like he really believed in his he, mission. He had a lot of belief. You know, he he had support. All his mates were there behind him, but you know, he didn't he didn't uh, succeed in that mission. Um, I'm sure he would have tried another couple hundred people that <laughs> night or day. But you know, it was it was quite entertaining to watch. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I, that's any, I think it's just interesting. Like they were trying to during COVID, they're trying to find creative ways for people to be like engage each other and talk to each yeah. other. And obviously, um, dating is an important part of being a human. Like mm-hmm. we, we we need that part of it. How have you found now that obviously you've been that? Like, is it something that you'd look to? You've got rid of your dating apps now, but is it something that if, if you you wanted to add to, you'd do again? 
that's a hard one. That's a hard one. I don't, I don't know because it's that they can make themselves out to be anything, and when you actually see them, they're not that. Yeah. So I don't know, but as opposed to going out socially every weekend, the expense. No, I actually think I'll learn to like my own company a little bit better. You know, I've got good friends and family around me. I, I mean, it's 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 a game. It, it's, mm. it's it's hit and miss. I know people that have met lifelong partners through it. So yeah, it's but it's just a matter of luck. I think I don't know. Would I go back there again? I, I like the interaction. Yeah, I like the fact. I mean, like I said, I'm. I live on my own, so the interaction's good, and you have a laugh. Yep. Some people are so funny, and um, so you have a laugh. But whether I'd take a... Nah, I, I do the chatting. It's almost yeah. like, yeah, it's, it, oh, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I'd do it again. Yeah. So I think, like, like most things in life, you've sort of, for lack of a better term, you've got to sift through the shit a little bit. Yeah. You know, and you know... Yeah. In that sort of environment, anyone can be anyone they technically want to be because yeah. they're hiding behind the yeah. uh, the guys uh, of the internet and, yeah. and it's, it's safe. Yeah. So people that aren't necessarily as confident when you meet them in person can be a different sort of persona yeah. online and I think that's a scary thing as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think once you said there's genuine people yeah. and then there's a lot of people that aren't so genuine. But then again, you look as opposed to going to a bar somewhere mm. you get that anyway you don't do. you? you get yeah. the sleaze balls and all the rest of it so it's like you know it's a way up between the two at least you're protected when you're online you, you can sort of suss it out and they don't know where you are and you're not in their face yeah so yeah there's a lot of weirdos out there but there's a lot of good people out there too Mate. You know? We're at the city on the week. There's a lot of weirdos. Yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> I know they've been hiding for so long, so they're even weirder. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were in their uh, element when COVID was there. They could run the show. Yeah. So, uh, well, so what I wanted to sort of move on to is to sort of go back to, to food. So I've had some interesting conversations with people over, you know, period of time since we've had this show, and one of the things that's come up is food that's amazing when it's done really well, but can be completely terrible if you stuff it up. You know what I mean? So, um, like, as as an example, like, I think lasagna is one of the most incredible meals on earth, but you can get a really bad lasagna. Like, you can have, like, you can make a bad lasagna. There's not enough sauce on it, or the meat tastes a little funky or a little it's bit dry. different, or it's dry. But when it's done right... It could possibly be one of the best things you'll ever eat. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. See, I think my one would probably be chicken. Yeah. Chicken's like... Because I think people are the scared... The vegetable. Yeah, the vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people are scared of undercooking it. So then they overcook it. And there's nothing worse than like dry chicken. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Aunty Jewel, is it like a food that can come to, comes to your mind that you think, well... Well, chicken's one, yes. Um, trying to think of something else. Um, See, I think seafood's a little bit like chicken. Seafood, yeah, yeah, they can stuff that up. They can really destroy well. it. Like yeah. a good calamari. Calamari. Oh. I was just thinking that. Calamari done well. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, but done bad, and it's like you could put it on your bike, and it could be a yeah. tire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think there's like plenty of those those foods like that are like that. So I'd just be interested for the people sort of out there, like. Post to us, hashtag opinions unqualified. 
Food that when done really, really well is amazing, like the best thing you could eat, or when it's done really poorly, it's it's uneatable. Fair enough. Fair enough. Get around yeah. it. So sticking on this uh, food subject, I want to talk side orders or side orders of sauce. All right, so I know, Sam, you got a little bugbear here. Yeah, yeah. I'll See, I'm not happy because when I when I go somewhere, so I think I, think I actually brought this up um, because I was... Um, I got Maccas um, and I got some Big Mac sauce on the side for my chips and I got about a quarter of the way through my chips and I'd actually used all my Big Mac sauce and it comes in like the smallest the smallest little like container you'd think like if you're going to charge me like 60 cents and I've already ordered a large Big Mac meal like you might as well give me some more Big Mac sauce that I can actually use um, but you know it's, you see it everywhere when you order a pie or something from the server or something like that and you got to pay the 50 cents or whatever for the little little thing of tomato sauce I think like if you're already buying something sauce should just be like a free on the a side a given yeah, yeah. I, I agree do you know what's probably the most annoying thing though? like you go to a, a, a pub and you order a steak with mushroom sauce as everyone that listens <sighs> to the pub knows and then they give you like a shot glass with the mushroom sauce in it. Yeah. Like, I've got like a 750 gram steak here <laughs> and you're giving me a shot glass of bloody mushroom sauce. What am I yeah. meant to do with that? Exactly. That's, yeah, look. That's I don't know. unacceptable, man. It is, it is. But like, going back to the, the costing of getting the added, added sauce is, it's only 50 cents. So if they just took that off and then put it into the price of whatever you're actually buying... You're probably still going to get like my Big Mac meal is fifty cents extra, but I get some Big Mac sauce on the side anyway. Like I'd be like, sweet, like just I got free some- sauce. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but you're paying fifty cents extra. But like, no one's going to care about that fifty cents extra. It's like chicken chi- um, red rooster. Like I like the chicken dinner, right? But like they've got to swamp it in gravy because sometimes the chicken is dry. But if you, it's like you have to ask extra gravy. Mm. And then you just get a piddle of gravy. It's like that is not a roast chicken, with with that amount of gravy. I think I'm in love because I love gravy. I'm I love gravy. gravy. You can't have a roast without a generous portion of gravy. I agree. Do you gravy everything? I gravy everything. Yeah, I'm potatoes, yeah. peas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't eat peas without gravy. Ha! Yes. <laughs> I'm with you 100. percent Peas are disgusting, but I'd eat them because they're on the plate. Yeah. Gravy. Gravy. Them. So I want and you've got to eat gravy with peas. Everything that's on the plate. Yeah, not peas with gravy, gravy with peas. Pe- exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, got I'm it. with you. 100%. So, yeah, I think, yeah, gravy's one of those things as well. Like, if you get a good gravy, oh, I could just drink it. Yeah. But if you get a bad gravy, it's a like, watery oh, gravy. Yeah. Like, why water? This water. isn't gravy. <laughs> and I just thought of something when you said foods cook badly. I'm going back. Right. Yeah, that's good. Eggs. You know when you go out for breakfast and you say I like soft eggs. Yeah. And they bring you out hard eggs. It's like hello. Yeah. We had someone that works in the food industry on the pod before, and I'm always scared now to say, look, these these eggs aren't acceptable. So I just, <laughs> I just because eat them. My husband used to say, take them back. She likes soft eggs. We've been we're here every Saturday. You know she likes soft eggs. Take them back. I wouldn't dare say that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Either, I'm not I'm... the person that. 
complains because I feel sorry for the waitress. It's not her fault. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then they come back and the chef gets pissed off yeah. and decides that you know eggs with pubic hair is pretty nice. And then yeah, go back to <laughs> podcast. Yeah, you have to worry about that, don't you? You You've do. Seen those things where they what's it? Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. You know, they almost spit in your meal because you complained. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm paying good money for yeah. this. I expect what I want. But it's that, it's that hot rock in the hard place thing. Catch-22, yeah. double-edged sword, you know, all those things. Mm. You know, what are you meant to do? Yeah. So I just think maybe this is, again, this is this is an unqualified, un, unwanted opinion. Maybe people in the food industry are a little precious. Maybe. Maybe they have too much pride in their... In their well, maybe uh, they don't have enough pride enough in their, pride? if they're dishing too- up bad eggs. No, but maybe they got too much pride because when they get it back, they're like, oh, no way. Like, I'm good at this. No, like, good. I know how to cook this. I'm mm. the one that's qualified. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that that's too much pride, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. I get your angle there. Yeah. yeah. And I just just saying that I don't, I'm not against anyone in the food industry. I think, you know, <laughs> no. so please. Even those chefs are known to be temperamental. Yeah, well, I think, you know, if you watch the food shows. It's the hours, yeah. I think, isn't it? Long hours. Yeah. Yeah, I Weird think hours. that's it. I Weird, think that's it yeah. too. Yeah. And they're dealing with the public. Public's not always easy. Yeah, that's true. No. But you got you watch them food shows. Tell me a normal person that's been on one of those food shows. <laughs> no. Not one of them is normal, eh? Like, or there's a normal person, but then his wife or her, her husband is a yeah. crazy cat. Well, they've got to get ratings, don't they? Yeah, well, that's why you get them. Like, you're not going to put like the average Joe on Big Brother, are you? No, you want to put the mad dog on Big Brother because <laughs> you want people yeah. to watch it. You know? They like drama, don't they? Yeah. Like, like. Yeah. I, I seen an article not long ago that actually said that um, I think Big Brother had there was three people or something that were actually put in there as actors or had been sought out as actors. Really? Um, which is funny, but at the same time, you got to understand that they're trying to make a break as well. So, like, if you're an actor. Like, you're not going to apply for Big Brother as an actor because then they're going to be like, oh, mm. like, we know what you're trying to do here. But if you apply, apply like, you're a construction worker or something like that, mm. and then you get your big break. Well, talking about that, I'm going to throw this out there now. Good friend, friend of mine was on The Bachelorette. So I know you listen. You've got to come on the show. All right, I won't <laughs> say who it is, but you've got to come on the we show. We do need him on the show. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get him on. Because that's an interesting experience as well. And that's dating as well as reality TV. So double whammy. Yeah. So see what we did there, Annie Jewel. We yeah. we were talking about source, and now we're talking about. You know, I know. I threw you off. Yeah. No, that's perfectly good. Right. This is what we do. Back to the doing. eggs. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just remembered. I have like a, you know, a late thought. Yeah, that's good. Anytime, just drop mm. it in. Um, <laughs> with the with the source thing though, with with the source thing, I was one of those weird people when I was a kid, would not eat tomato sauce. And I'll tell you why I work. I don't eat barbecue sauce, only barbecue sauce. And it was I was young and it was impressionable. And I was told that when they make tomato sauce, and it's probably true now, I don't really care, is they get all the bad tomatoes, the tomatoes that they can't sell, and then they make the sauce out of that, and they'll just throw anything in there, like the green bits and like all of it, and just throw it in and just make the it's sauce. It's okay, you've got to use the whole, whole, whole thing. Yeah, and I'm like, well, now I don't care. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so disgusting. So I feel like I ripped myself because tomato sauce is delicious. I think I ripped myself off of like 15 years of good tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah. Probably better back then too. Yeah, yeah, it probably was. Yeah, now that they'd find other things to shove in it. Well, that's like sausage meat, isn't it? Sausage meat's also, isn't that all the crap as well? 
Who doesn't love a sausage? Yeah, nuggets, no, but that's the same. Nuggets yeah. are like that too. They reckon it's all the grizzly bits of the chicken that they stick in there. See, we don't know what too. we're eating. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's but we true. feed it to our kids. I, my kids love nuggets. Yeah, well, my my kids love nuggets too, and I um I love nuggets. I love nuggets. I love sausages too. But and what's if, better than a bunning sausage? And if you look at all the food shows now, like MasterChef, they say you've got to use the whole bird. You've got to use the whole of your produce, right? Mm. So and that's good. You've got to make, you know, you've got to use the whole bird. You can't waste in this world. So you like you use waste. stock yeah. with the bones and yeah. You know, so what's so thing. bad? It's part of the chicken. Yep. It's like bone marrow. Mm. It's, considered horrible when i was a kid now it's flavor put it in a sauce and it and and it wonderful so when i was a kid like my parents used to get like liver mm. yeah and i'm like they think that's a delicacy now people love that stuff oh, i kidneys? hated that oh, kidneys i love kidneys you love i'll be kidneys? honest i love kidneys ox tongue not ox tongue my no. father-in-law used to have we used to open the fridge and there'd be this ox tongue and i'd go mm, mm. yeah <laughs> loved it Apparently, if you know how to cook it, right? Look at yeah. the Italians. They like, didn't they have pigeons? They even cooked pigeons. Yeah, pigeons. Yeah, I've had pigeon before. It was disgusting, but it must have been good. Yeah. One. That was that, you know, that, that restaurant in the city, that the revolving restaurant in the city. Yeah. I was there. So I thought, oh, I'll just order pigeon. You know, see what it's like. It cost me a ridiculous amount of money. It was probably the most disgusting. I didn't even eat it. Yeah. yeah, it was really bad. Will there be that much meat in a pigeon anyway? Well, there wasn't. No. How about yeah. quail? Quail's like that. It's mm. considered a delicacy. Yeah, they, the quails are like full of bone and like tiny little bird. Hard to eat. You yeah. know what my favourite thing is that people people think it's disgusting when I say it is um, horse sausages. Horse sausages. Yeah, in Belgium. Belgium. In they Belgium. Love horse in Belgium. Yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't my, get it. Yeah, my um, uncle in Belgium makes the uh, the best horse sausages. Um, but every time I tell people, they're like, "What the hell are you eating?" I'm like, "Well." You're eating chicken and stuff. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's an animal. You ever rode a chicken? I've tried. <laughs> yeah. I just haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, I was quite shocked by that, the horse. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't, I'd feel like eating a horse would be like eating a dog, you know, because they're like pets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, how do you know that you haven't eaten dog one yeah, time in your you life? Know? I was, they, it was probably catch, delicious. I've been to Asia a lot. <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and that's only... They'll get the meat that they, they can well, get. Well, it's a cow. We eat cows. They share the same paddock. Yeah, is a cow like is a cow a pet though? It can be. Well, they can be. Mm. Everything can be a yeah. pet. I was, a goat I was... can be a pet. We eat goat. Yeah, I got pet chooks. I guess at home. So they're yeah. pets. Yeah, they, they, you they, eat chicken. I do. I love chicken. I was too. watching a. I was watching a dude that had a um, a grizzly bear as a as a pet, hmm. and the thing followed him around like a dog. A grizzly bear. Yeah. So it's sort of like Tiger King with all these, yeah. <laughs> all these pet tigers. It was sick though. Yeah. yeah. How big though? They get big. It gets like eight, eight foot. It was like seven foot eight at the time when it stands up. And when it's um, on its all fours, it's like six foot long. Oh my God. Wow. See, they can hurt you without even knowing that. Even though they're your pet, they're so big, they can hurt you anyway. Yeah. Even I though they don't mad. need to. I wouldn't be mad if a grizzly bear, like, if I had a pet grizzly bear and it hurt me, I wouldn't be mad. Well, you've decided to have no, a pet. You'd probably be dead. Yeah. <laughs> if you decide to have like a dangerous animal, like a, a lion or a tiger or a grizzly bear, and it hurts you, I'm sorry, but that's your own damn fault. Like, seriously, they're predators. They're, yeah. they're big, they're strong, they don't probably understand. No, exactly. Know. They hurt you without even knowing they're hurting you. Yeah. They can kill you with kindness. Yeah. So that's your own yeah. fault. 
That's my opinion anyway. Like you have one of those, you, I think you understand you the risk. Bitch, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like your big bear, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so going back to the, the, the funky food then. I, I love kidneys. I cook kidneys on the barbecue just with some salt and some pepper. Really good oh. for you, aren't they? Oh, the high nine. Your high nine. Yeah. Sell well yeah. on the black market as well. Or kidney steak and kidney pie. Oh, amazing. I don't like kidneys. They're sort of like a dirt. Really? No, yeah, they're, I, I find them juicy they're, and they're sweet. They're Wait, steak and kidney. Steak and kidney pie. Isn't isn't that kidney beans? No, no, no it's no, actual no. kidney. Oh, it's actual kidney. Yeah, yeah, I always yeah, thought it was steak kidney. and like kidney beans pie. No, no, no kidney beans. Oh. Just there you go. I'll Do be we eating. eat liver? No, no, no. I don't really like liver. Yeah. But do people eat liver? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. live it. I think pate's from liver. Like, oh, God, yeah, yeah, it is. So, yeah, You're so right. you get a pate, right. they love that. Brain. That's the most rejuvenating um, organ in your body, isn't it? Mm. Liver. People eat cow penis. Oh, yeah. please, Sam. No, that's true. <laughs> what? People eat cow penis and yeah. balls. Oh! They eat it all. Yeah, you, can't, you can't waste a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about, you know... Yeah, the whole... Oh, yuck. Yeah, it's true, though. Yeah. Oh. So we went away from um, the, the source conversation oh, there. Anyway. Yes, but we, we, we're, obviously, we, we are, Sam and I, very disappointed that they charge exorbitant amounts, 50 cents for the tiniest bit of sauce. So and then all I'm saying, if you are working like in a pub or something, someone orders a steak or a roast, provide enough gravy or, yeah. or sauce to go with it. I think that's a fair, fair request. That's very fair. All right. So moving on to our <coughs> next subject, Sam. And this is something we've all experienced and like it really annoys me it's parking in shopping centers now have you ever had any experiences where you're just like man i just wish i wasn't here because of the parking scenario uh, i think there's a lot of people uh, i think everyone's experienced it um but apparently um for some people it can be quite challenging to to park in the middle of two lines Whether whether that's a laziness thing or just complete incompetence (laughs) when it comes to using a steering wheel and and guiding a a vehicle into into the lines. Um, And the most surprising thing is is that all these cars these days, or a lot of cars these days, have reverse cameras and and all this technology and um, you still see it a lot. Do you know what I've noticed with those cars though? Rich wankers own those cars, generally. <laughs> so true. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's either a Mustang or it's a, you know, like a big SUV like Land Rover that's cost all this money. If, if you don't want people to park next to your damn car, drive a different car, buy a little Corolla or something if you're that rich <laughs> and use that for your shopping trip. Seriously, it's, though, look, learn to park or don't drive that damn car. But see, like, I think it's like... When you have a car like that, I, th- I can understand it if they park right in the middle of two, but because then you know that they actually meant to park in the middle of two to protect their car, while you have the some people that park on the line or just over the line, and you're like, well, you didn't even try like to protect your car, you just can't park. But do you know what I'm doing to that dude that parks between the two? I'm parking right behind them so they can't get out. <laughs> because... I need a parking spot. There's two parking spots there. You're an arrogant dude that doesn't want their car scratched because you don't trust humanity. You can wait until I'm finished now because I needed a parking spot. <laughs> Actually, I can, I can, I feel for that because when I got my car, I, I had no dents in the side of my my doors, mm. um, and then obviously parking at uni and and wherever else, 
Now, every time I walk out, I look at my car and there's dents in both sides of my doors from people that don't know how to open a door or are too lazy to get out of a car without banging their door against my car. Yeah, and again, I, as I said, I understand that, <laughs> but there's two parking spots for a reason. If you've got enough money to buy a car that, and that's that special to you, buy a bunger, like a two, a two grand car that you just drive to the shops. Maybe... And see, so maybe it goes both ways. Maybe people need to also learn how to get out of a car. Well, that's true. And then people need to show more courtesy. Yeah. And there's, there's obviously people that are that have no respect for other people's property, and that's very clear. But well, I'm still I'm still leaning on the just you know don't take up two parking spots. There's not, yeah. Well, there's nothing worse when there's only one one car park left, or you're about to whip into a car park. Mm. Like, and then you just see how they've parked and you're like, oh, dang it. Like, I can't park here now because this guy's like halfway over the line. Yeah, because you, yeah, you're driving down and they're busy and then you see like everything's full and then you see a spot and then you're like manoeuvring there. You see other cars trying to find parking spots. You think this is way too good to be it. true. And you get there and then you can't get in there because someone's parked poorly. Oh, that's the most annoying thing on earth. Yeah, that frustrates me. Do you know, I've got some really good advice though when you go into shopping centres. Right, my, when you go to a busy shopping centre, pick a row. If you sit in that row for three minutes, someone will come out within that three minutes and you'll get a spot. And you know what? Every single time I've done it, it's happened. Parking ferry works every time. Yep. So you just sit there, wait there in that row, and then eventually someone's going to come and move their car within three minutes. Is that what you do? Yep. Yep. All right. I'll try it out. I, see, I usually I go all the way to the front. And if there's nothing at the front, then I park somewhere far away. Yeah. But so I don't wait. Yeah, I don't wait. Yeah, I just think, you know, it's three minutes. <laughs> I'm, happy, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to take that, that gamble. That's, I mean, it's it, it, the idea, the concept. I mean, obviously it works if you say it does. So. And do you know what the other thing is really awesome? Buy yourself a baby seat. <laughs> Put that bad boy in the back. Park in a parenting bay. <laughs> Guess what? You're parking at the front every time. <laughs> if anyone wants to donate me a, a baby seat so I can park at the front, um, that'd be appreciated. Probably could help you out this Sam. So, and is, is, there the, is there a really bad parking experience you can tell us? Uh, I think, you know, like when you park, sometimes it's a domino effect. If someone parks over the line and there's only that one space left and you have to park in there, then everyone does it. Like everyone's... I don't know. And, yeah, I don't know. They just, um, I mean, I've gone into parking spots. You know when, like, around Christmas time when it's really, really busy? Yeah. And, like, you're just gunning for a parking spot. But one per... uh, And the worst thing, I think, is schools. Mm. When you go to pick... I go to pick up my granddaughter and the four-wheel drives, the same thing. They're like big shopping trolleys, you know. They, they Why take... Why are there so many mothers in these massive four-wheel drives you know like do the same thing they just like bet you they've never been out bush with those four-wheel <laughs> drives either. exactly and you wouldn't because your insurance if they got scratched would cost you a fortune yeah but the, the way that they, they park they just and everyone they park over line so you the next person has to the next person has to and it's just but i hate the, the i always be careful of the doors i'm so conscious of scrape people's opening too, their doors yeah. and scraping them yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. Talking about like schools. So I do a school on a Monday afternoon in my other job. 
because this this podcast is pretty much a job now um, in my other job um, and it's right after school so it starts yeah. at 3.30 I cannot get a parking spot no. at all and people are so inconsiderate about yeah. letting people get in that are staying yeah. the parents that are just there waiting to pick their kids up yeah. like they just don't care, don't care. so yeah, it's a little disappointing, but and you can't see. And I hate being stuck in the middle of because my car's really low, and if I'm stuck next to two four wheel drives, I can't see. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's... lucky I've got the, um, you know, the the beep beeps things behind. If I come close to something, my car starts to beep. Oh, the sensors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sensors. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, strangely enough, our time has come to an end. So uh, on behalf of myself, Annie Jill, thank you so much for being a part thank of our show. Um, I'll let Sam, uh, you know, say the lovely things about you, though. Nice. Yeah, thank you very much, Annie Jill, for coming on, and um, maybe uh, now you can brag to Marcus and see who argue who the uh, the better podcaster is we'll now that you've both Marcus. experienced it. Yeah. Yeah, our mum's always going to say the same. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, before I before we finish off, um, just remember hashtag opinions unqualified. Get on our Instagram account. Get on our Facebook. Um, the more people share, uh, the better for us. We appreciate the support we're getting um, so far. Uh, hopefully, enjoying it. Remember to communicate with us, interact with us. If there's anything you want us to talk about, um, if you want to be on the show, uh, we, we're holding interviews weekly, um, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So, from on behalf of myself, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, cha.